this is Dory, and welcome to this week's episode of Slice, and the first episode of Season 2. Yes, it has finally happened. It has been a long time and a long break, and it's way overdue, but uh, yeah, let's just say that it was not easy getting to this point. I promised you I would keep you in the loop. I promised you I would share with you the process that I've gone through. And wow, you know, when you talk about going after something you want and the obstacles and what happens and yeah, I got kind of stuck. So what's on my mind is what it's like to expose yourself and take a chance because it is not easy. I mean, it is not easy at all. And so what I want to share is the story of what happened last season. When I say that I'm in this with you, I am showing you the process. I'm like letting you in on the struggles I've had and what goes on in my mind and my own vulnerability, my own authenticity, my own real situation about doing this. I'm being honest, right? What I want to share is this. I got it all finished. I was really excited, really proud of myself. I got it done. I did what I said I was going to do. I felt good about it. And I was like, okay, cool. So then I was like, okay, I got it to the point where now I literally just had to push a button that makes it go live or anybody could look at it, anyone can hear it. And suddenly I sat there right about to push the button and I completely panicked. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Am I really going to post this? Am I really going to put all this up there? And another part of me was like, well, yeah, you did just work on this for a really long time. And what else would you do? But the other part of me, and this is the part that gets to kind of all of us, is like all the doubts. And suddenly I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't think I'm going to do this. I don't know. I mean, does anybody really want to hear what I have to say? Does anybody really care about authenticity? Am I just a super geek on authenticity and vulnerability and intuition? Like, Let's just say that it felt like maybe I might be the only one. Or why would anybody want to hear from me? Will anybody like what I have to say? Will they like the way that I say it? Will anybody even care? Will anybody even listen? And then the fear took over, right? The anxiety took over. The doubt took over. And there's just no way. I can't do it. And then... What I tell my clients is, you know, when you have a fear, run it, run the story, let it go wherever it's going to go. So I said, Dory, run the story. Where does it go? And Well, people are going to think I'm stupid. People are going to think, what was she thinking? Why did she even think she had an idea? Why did she even think she could even do a podcast or something is seriously wrong with her? that she even thinks that she can do that. And then it went on. If that wasn't bad enough, I had to kind of go leave it even more extreme and ask myself worst case scenario, which I like to run the story and I do encourage you to run the stories because you could see at a certain point of your story, usually it will reach ridiculous. So I did and I ran my whole story and it was, if the entire world listens to my podcast and the entire world conclusively comes to What the hell is she thinking? What is she doing? Why does she even think she can do this? That anybody even cares or is going to listen? What is wrong with her? And that just got bigger and bigger until I started laughing. And I literally cracked myself up. You know what? If the entire world thinks I'm a total loser and the entire world thinks that I had no business doing this podcast 
and the entire world thinks that I should have turned it in, kind of kept the day job. It really won't matter at the end of the day because no matter what anybody thinks, it doesn't change my family situation. It doesn't change the people who love me. It doesn't change anything about me and my community. It doesn't change anything about me with my clients or the people that I work with. It doesn't change anything, really. All it means is that I would suck at doing podcasts and nobody would like it and nobody would want to listen and everybody would have a judgment about me. I can live with that. I actually could live with that. And I pushed the button. It was a huge, huge moment for me. That's what taking a risk is. That's what exposing yourself is. And for me, it felt like a big exposure. It's so much nicer to put things out that are sure things. I'm an expert in a lot of things and it's a lot easier to come to you or anybody as an expert because I'm not risking very much, but it is a big risk for me to put myself out there in this way and share it with everybody as well. I'm not even covering it up. <laughs> so, which you may wish that was happening, but it's not. So what I want to say is this. I got a ton of feedback and I also got a lot of support. I was very, very surprised at the amount of support I got. I was very surprised at how many people really wanted to listen and were really interested in the topics that we were talking about, and that was very validating. And at the same time, it was also validating that there were problems and there were things that needed to be adjusted or things that could make it better. Maybe I shouldn't say problems, but there were things that could make it better. You know, some professional people had eyes on it and really gave me some very honest feedback. What I also want to talk about is what it's like to maintain integrity in your own vision and take the feedback of what people are saying. So that's something also that I'd like to talk about. And that at a certain point, you just got to get out of your own way and you got to take a chance and you got to have faith. And at the end of the day, you do you and you do it the best that you can do it. And then you put it out there and then whatever happens with it happens. Why did it take me so long to get back to? Well, because I completely got frozen by the feedback, kind of immobilized. I was so grateful for the feedback and I understood all the things that people were telling me about what needed to be adjusted and what needed to be changed, but I didn't know how to do it. And some were technical things and some were styling things and structure. I was like, wow, like I don't know how to do that. So it took me this much time to figure out how to find the right people to help me, how to make the adjustments that everybody was asking me to make. And that's what takes so long. And it's so important when you're going after anything you want and taking a risk that you allow yourself the space that you need to be yourself and to understand that you don't know everything and we all need help. We need support. We need feedback. We need criticism. The main thing to remember is it's a process, okay? Everything you take a risk on is a process. Yeah, there are some people there that take the risk and they do the thing and it just blows up and it's this great thing and it's like, that's awesome and great for those people. But for the most part, for most people, whatever they're starting, whatever they're trying to create, whatever risk they're trying to take, and it doesn't mean they're creating something, it could be taking a risk with a new job or a new career or taking a risk in your marriage or taking a risk as a parent, taking a risk on a new hobby. It doesn't matter what the risk is. It's just that when you're taking a chance and you're trying something new, it's going to create some anxiety. 
And a lot of people in that anxiety, I mean, I came full stop, like, whoa, I can't, the brakes went on and I froze. So when I have anxiety in a project or I get stuck in a place where I don't know where to go or what to do, I get really stuck. And I also had to learn in my own process about myself and go like, how do I get out of this? Because either I stay here and I'm just stuck. And if I'm just staying here and I'm just stuck and I'm not going anywhere and I'm immobilized and I'm frozen, then I got to just give up. I mean, I just stop. Maybe I just don't do it anymore, right? But that didn't feel very good to me because I really wanted to do it. And I wanted to do it better than I did it last time. And I wanted to see if I could take these notes and all this critique and make it better than it was last season. And, you know, that's the other point is that it's staying connected to your intention. My intention is set at reaching as many people as I can to inspire them about how to be real, how to be themselves at the core of themselves and to be authentic and to learn what that really, really looks like, authenticity, to learn what vulnerability really looks like and why it's so important. My intention is to help inspire people so they can heal. They can heal the wounds, they can heal the stories, They can heal the belief systems that they have about themselves that's stopping them from being themselves. Why is that important to me? It's important to me because most disease, most DSM diagnosis stem from the inability to be yourself. They stem from the inability to be really authentic because underneath the us, that we present to the world is the real us, you know, the real me, the real me in all of you, all of our internal selves. More often than not, it's that other layer, this facade, this other person that you've created based on millions of interactions, millions of foreign belief systems that get validated or devalidated along the way. And... We live a life from that person, that part of us. And what I really love to do is light people up from the inside. And the way you do that is you get to the self behind the self that's really you. That's the authentic self, that core, that's who you are. And that's the place that you become real. So with my own struggle, you know, when I got stuck, and frozen, I had to ask myself a lot of questions. What's happening here? Why are you so stuck? Why can't you make a decision? <laughs> Why can't you move forward? Why can't you just find somebody to help you? And I also had to look at like, why is this so important to you, which I just explained. And when those questions got answered, one of the biggest things for me was that I could not stop. And I didn't want to stop. And that's when I knew like I had to keep going and that I just had to do the best that I can do because that's the that's all we can do right so I just had to do the best that I can do so what you're gonna learn along the way you're gonna learn more about authenticity and how it really comes to play in all the areas of your life you're gonna learn about how vulnerability really comes into play in all the areas of your life and why it's so important 
and throughout the topics that we explore, the intention will always be about bringing you back to yourself and hopefully inspiring you to go behind the you that you face the world with and cultivate, expand that you that's really, really you. And you know the you I'm talking about because it's the you that has the dreams that you haven't yet fulfilled. It's the you that has the desires that you haven't yet fulfilled. It's the you that has the wants, deep, deep wants, or the thoughts of like, I'd love to do this, but I can't, or I don't know how, you know, or this is my dream and I don't, I don't know how to do it. It's that part of you. Or it could be, I just want to know how to say no, or I want to know how to say yes to things, or I want to let more love in, or I want to let more joy in my life. How do I do that? And we get stuck. And what happens when we get stuck, it gets hard and it gets challenging and we stop. We stop and we kind of go to our default because in that challenging spot, it's hard. That stuck point is the point. It's kind of like if it was like the joystick on a video game, it's like the place we got to jog a lot and jiggle and, you know, we got to like move it around and like try to find a direction out. And I don't know if you've ever seen one, maybe I'm dating myself, but when you see them and they're kind of not really on like the right, like a setting or something. So it kind of goes a little crazy when you're moving around. It doesn't really move your things around the way you want them to. It kind of looks like that. So we got to jog all that in ourselves and not go to the default. And it takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of passion and it takes commitment and diligence. And mostly what it takes is just being real with yourself, being honest with yourself, being mindful about the moment, about where you are right now and finding that true authentic moment and that true authentic space inside yourself. Look, remember that things take time. You got to give yourself space to work out the kinks because what's most important is that you don't give up. There's a technique in psychology that we use called the armchair technique and we ask people to imagine themselves in their older age, you know, however old that is, 70s, 80s, sitting in an armchair and reflecting back on their life. What I want for you is that all those things that you've thought about doing in your life, all of your dreams, all of your desires, that you've attempted all of them, and that you can look back, and if there was a 100 things that you wanted to do or that you wish you did, that you look back and you go, yep, I tried that. Yep, I did that. It may have succeeded or not succeeded, but what's most important is that you did it, that you tried, that you made the effort, that you honored yourself, that you allowed yourself to take that risk, and that's what living is. That's the difference of being alive or taking the risk and going after what you want and just trying new things and sometimes just trying it for the hell of it, trying it out of interest, and sometimes it's trying it out of necessity. But the most important thing is not to give up on yourself. With that said, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Slice. Please feel free to send us any questions, any topics you want to hear about. We really want your feedback. Until next time, ciao for now.